0: Welcome to the Fed Heads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the Fed Heads, Robert Shea and Francis Rose, each week to talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to episode 133. I'm Francis Rose. I'm Robert Shea. I should probably say this is the Fed Heads podcast, although I guess she just said that a second ago, so that's not a requirement. Don't be redundant. Time is short. (laughs) The Department of Redundancy Department one of the challenges that every organization and government's up against is structurally how does one govern the information technology process that it's undertaking the united states army has made some pretty major changes there lately and one of the people who has a big workload ahead of him as a result of those changes is our guest this week. Greg Garcia is the Deputy Chief Information Officer of the Army. Greg, welcome. Thanks for coming on the program. The separation I'm referring to is separating the CIO and G6. For a couple of years, that was General Crawford uh, encompassing both of those jobs. They're now separate with not just because he retired, but his retirement, I understand at least, was an opportunity to separate these two and do some restructuring. How has that changed the work that the office of the CIO will do, if at all, Greg?
1: Well, first, uh, Robert and Francis, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm, I'm uh, a big fan, and I, I, I hope uh, your ratings don't go down after this episode, but we'll always come back and make them better. I think it's really a strategic opportunity. Um, the CIO G6 was an organization that was dual-headed for about 22 years. And um, I think what you I mean, remember back to what technology was 22 years ago, and I think the the realization was that it would probably be so much better to have two principal officials uh, that are attacking this great digital modernization revolution than one to really cover the waterfront because, as you all know, technology is really the, the under-fabric, the foundation for all things in the future, be it, uh, mission execution, data, cloud, uh, AI, machine learning. That's all based upon this digital revolution that we're under. Over
0: The entire digital revolution applies not just to the warfighter, at the tip of the spear, too, in the case of the Army and the other armed forces. It also pertains to all the back office operations that support that warfighter and and the acquisition team and all of the other people who are responsible to that warfighter, correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We, we love to say from the edge to the enterprise and back uh, because it really is uh, a unified approach uh, from from the the edge to the the enterprise, which has the back office uh, and relies on both uh, DOD capability, commercial capability, great partners uh, in all those avenues to make it work at uh, speed and echelon with the right mission outcome. Data was one of the things you mentioned, but security's also part and parcel of that. Talk about how you're improving the collection, maintenance, and use of data and ensuring it's security. Yeah, so, so I actually got to serve as the Army's chief data officer till about a couple weeks ago. Uh, that was another position I held for about a year, year and a half, which was really kind of an incredible year. In November, we initiated uh, our Army data plan coupled with our Army uh, cloud plan, and uh, in the Army, we run on order. So we we did an an execution order and really involved all echelons of our army in getting after this problem set of data Uh, so as the chief data officer we formed uh, four mission areas that existed and we assigned mission area data officers domain area data officers and really comprehensively went through making data a strategic asset for the army that prepares the foundation for AI machine learning that is a critical game-changing capability at the point of execution and planning. And so through a series of weekly reviews at the three-star level and, and our deputy undersecretary and our vice and our under really went through understanding where our information systems are, what data is, uh, is authoritative how do we do uh, curation of that data how do we put put that in an enterprise services data catalog so we know what data sets exist how do we assign data stewards how do we make that available for decision making how do we do data analytics at scale and we've done some remarkable things in, in this last year uh, we've got a uh, analytic platform called vantage that provides both Visualization and projection of status in human dimensions, logistics dimensions, readiness dimensions—that's available to commanders uh, with real-time information. And it's really kind of amazing to kind of see this transformation over the last year. It's kind of like, hey, Google, how many? You know, what's the readiness of this uh, part of my army? And and there's a sense of response that's accurate enough for commander making decisions.
0: That exchange of data has gotten, I imagine, even more important over the last couple of weeks as uh, General McConville, the Chief of Staff, and General Brown, the Chief of Staff of the Air Force, now have a new understanding, an official understanding, I guess new is probably not the right word, but an official understanding of the exchange of that kind of information through the Joint All Domain Command and Control process, correct?
1: Yes, sir. It's really kind of an exciting partnership that's culminated in that memorandum of understanding. But it's been work that's been going on uh, for quite some time. Uh, Project Convergence really is uh, the Army's effort to have what we affectionately call a campaign of learning about what data do we need to make mission decisions, what formats it in, how do we pass that data, how do we accelerate the passing that data to commanders that need to make decisions and really have done some live uh, exercises both in Europe and some plans here in the Pacific coming up to really proof that out to reduce the the, the ability to execute mission uh, again in time and phase with accurate information it's been pretty exciting and you know we have a new DOD CDO Dave Spurt that has uh, Again, championed the joint effort between all the services in DOD to tackle this problem of data, data management, uh, data curation, and data at scale and really we've uh, made some great progress and again look forward to our partnership that's now been a bit formalized with the Air Force as we move through and uh, prove and improve joint uh, all-domain activities and Weave in our allies and partners, and to really combine joint all-domain C two as we move forward.
0: Great success you've described, Greg. Talk about how you measure success. How do you know you're achieving what you want to achieve?
1: Yeah, it, it, exactly right. Um, what we've done is really uh, spent the time to understand the the policy of what a practice should be. The the actual practice. Uh, in real time and then what the possible uh, compression of that process is and we've been able to document that collect the data make changes and identify uh, inflection points in process changes that have in some instances collapsed processing time 80 to 90 to 95 percent based upon the realization that data is the uh ammunition of the future fight and how to get that to commanders at speed to make those decisions in a way that is uh cyber secure and uh provided to the right echelon for decision making
0: i certainly understand greg the importance of the the flow of data and the flow of technology to the tip of the spear but i don't want to undersell the folks that are working inside the building and are working stateside on bases and so on that are doing the daily work that's required to make sure that those warfighters have the tools, platforms uh, and everything else that they need. What's that look like inside the army now? What are some of the the efforts that the, the former structure under General Crawford was undertaking and that you're continuing in the office of the CIO and working in cooperation now with the G6?
1: Yeah, so just to give sort of a top line of uh, where we see the roles, right? So for the for the CIO, it's really the driving all IT policy, governance, and oversight, uh, really focused on cloud data, AI machine learning, uh, cyber spectrum, and IT investment accountability, IT category management, supporting the uh, OMB initiatives. And really for our G6 brothers and sisters, it's really about driving on uh, planning, synchronization, and implementation uh, to get that effect. So in in this area, uh, we've really tried to focus uh, on the outcomes, both in uh, cloud, data, cyber... And uh, have partnered with uh, G6. And as as you can sh- saw that General uh, Morrison talked about <clears throat> the unified network that is the correlation between the enterprise network and the tactical network. So just as we highlighted Project Convergence, that's really uh, currently focused on long long range precision fires and JADC2. We we effectively have uh, Project Convergence the lesser which is looking at our business systems uh, mission area to collapse the uh, multiple ERPs we have to move to a modern business suite of the future. And that work is ongoing right now through a great partnership between our ASA, FMNC, and our AMC partners, where the, the CIO is kind of giving some, some, some broad guidance on the IT enterprise architecture aspect so we can make sure that the the enterprise end, as you've highlighted is just as robust agile and innovative as our uh, warfighting capability is in the field so Greg after all this progress what's next how do you you
0: sustain this progress
1: yeah it's it's exciting I mean if you look back for the year it's really been successful because of partnerships Uh, I would say that our army senior leaders from the very top, have this great vision of moving to the information and digital age at speed because they clearly recognize uh, through the National Defense Strategy what's at stake. So it's been a great partnership between our warfighting missionaries, our intel missionaries, our business missionaries, and the information enterprise missionary that General Morrison leads to really kind of be this, multiplier of force and speed to get after this. So we've seen uh, great progress in data. And I'd also say we've seen great progress in cyber and cloud. As one of the functions of the CIO, we have an enterprise cloud management office uh, that's doing great work in establishing the common shared services to leverage, you know, build once, use many. Uh, this. Uh, Ops environment called Create that will provide, again, build once, use many times to get after this uh, modern technology, modern process of DevSecureOps. Uh, a Camo, which is really an account management process for clouds to, to make a single plane of glass for all our cloud accounts so we can see and assess and get best value out of every taxpayer dollar that we have. And then the big part of, again, is our IT investment accountability that is looking across all IT spend in our Army to make sure every dollar is getting best value for our constituency and warfighters.
0: Greg, what I hear in what you've described today is that the work that General Crawford uh, talked to me about the last time, we talked, I think, back in March or April, and he was kind of talking about how he was going to hand off and it sounds like basically what you're saying is everything's continued to pace and it's great to hear about the successes that you're having we have a million more questions and we're out of time but thank you very much for being with us
1: It's awesome to be with you Robert and Francis and uh, I I hope to to offer my services for a follow up conversation
0: Oh we'd love to we'll do have, that have you back. We'd love to do that. There's no possible way, by the way, that our ratings could be lower after you were on the show (laughs) than they were before you were on
1: the show. But I didn't get that ding to ring, so I I guess maybe we'll have to try again.
0: There we go. You're just just cracking them right and left. Greg Garcia, thanks very much. Congratulations,
1: Greg. Thanks.
0: Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, brought to you by Grant Thornton Public Sector. All of the resources talked about during the episode are available in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on Twitter at GT Public Sector to join the conversation. And don't forget to leave us a comment or review on iTunes or the Google Play Store.